art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? <sighs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast, the home of the cough. <coughs> you're you're gonna get you're gonna get some of that today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a new release wall episode, so this is Russ and Zach. Hello. And uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes because apparently my uh, my voice recorder software completely changed oh, overnight. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, we're talking today about, uh, the two Caps, Captain Marvel and Captive State. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, that, uh, We definitely intended to do that. Exactly, exactly. Ooh, hey. Uh, as you can hear, we just came out of a parking garage, and the radio popped on once we were in satellite range. But, uh... Yeah, so we're going to start with Captive State because uh, we, we feel like Captain Marvel is easier to get kind of off on a tangent about. Yeah. Uh, Captive State, if you don't know, it's a science fiction movie about a post-invasion world where people are living in essentially walled-off cities controlled by aliens. Yep. The aliens, uh, I don't know, from what I can tell, basically just do an, an exaggerated version of what we're already doing. Uh, they've expanded the gap between the wealthy and the poor, the poor live in squalor, and... Uh, the ruling class are depleting the resources at an accelerated rate in exchange for favors from the aliens. Yep, yep. Uh, There's no larger impl- implication of like, oh, they're coming for our water resources sort of thing. Right. I mean, there seems that maybe is implied, I don't know, but they're just blowing through like yeah. natural resources. Yeah, they're like fracking so, at times 10, they said at yeah. some point. Um, <clears throat> and then... Uh, I thought it was a really good movie. I thought uh, one of the things that I've seen, because I, I, I try not to watch reviews of stuff or not to pay too much attention, but uh, just <clears throat> working in my job, I seen a handful of tweets about this that said mm-hmm. basically that the world building was great and that the story itself was less than great. Um, I wouldn't even necessarily say that. I thought the story was fine. Yeah. But uh, the world building was really strong. I really liked the creature designs of yeah. the bad guys. Uh, which uh, apparently was Greg Nicotero from The Walking Dead, so it doesn't surprise me. He's been really good on not just The Walking Dead, but a bunch of other stuff that he's done. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was one of those movies where it, it it has that kind of gritty feeling of, like, Children of Men, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah certainly. Uh, and I, certainly I wouldn't say it's as good as Children of Men, but it's a, it's a good, solid kind of near future it's not even really a dystopia because again I feel like the only reason that it felt so pervasively evil is that our main characters were part of like the anti-alien resistance oh yeah uh you know it's it seemed to me like everybody else was just kind of on board with like well the aliens are gonna stop killing us if we just let them deplete the planet so what the heck yeah it was um it was it was uh yeah trying to think if there, there's a handful it was a little bit of uh oh god what's the um uh the south african one hotel rwanda no <laughs> no no south african oh, uh the oh, yeah. south african um uh, district nine just yeah district, district, district nine district nine it had like that like it had a little bit of that vibe but without but kind of the opposite yeah exactly <laughs> where the aliens came in and and what I, one thing that I did like is that they're just kind of like no these people have the, the aliens have um, 
supreme technology and it was just over yeah like it just they they drop in and i guess there was a little bit of implied fighting There's, they, they just yeah, explain yeah. in a in a teletype you know yeah uh, computer email whatever thing um uh which i which i dug mm-hmm. um like i was surprised that they um had that much reading <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it it, it, it kind of felt like the star wars thing of it all oh, yeah, yeah, it started yeah. but they it, clearly you can't do a crawl anymore yeah. because that just screams star wars and yeah. so they they had it as like dispatches between yeah, the various yeah. people in the revolution yeah which which i think worked really well like it actually yeah it, like, it also it paid off later in the movie when yeah. you find out kind of who it is that's typing yeah yeah <clears throat> but um uh, yeah, the performances were all great. Uh, John Goodman is—he's not the main character by any stretch. I can't remember the name of the main character because uh, the the two real leads were these two young black guys who I've never seen in anything, or at least I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, certainly, I'm gonna like go home and look them up on IMDb and pay attention to what they're doing next because yeah. they were both really good. Yeah. Uh, Goodman was kind of the main antagonist, so to speak. He wasn't obviously an alien, but he's the the face of the establishment that's happy with the way things are and wants to just like and and his role in the movie is to be like the friendly fascist yeah because like he his back when he was a cop before the aliens essentially disbanded cops yeah uh he was the partner of the two main characters dad yeah and and so he's he's like watching out for them but the his means of watching out for them is by constantly telling them that they need to uh, submit to alien rule. Yeah. And uh, it really does, it feels like that character who, you know, you've seen kind of inverted in a bunch of other movies where it's like, you know, the Schindler's List kind of archetype of like, I'm going to be evil, but you're going to see my soft side. Yeah. And with Goodman, it's the opposite. It's like you see his soft side first and then you kind of realize who he is and what his role is in all this, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was like that was a it was a really interesting performance by him. You, you got to see him go fully evil only a couple of times, uh, and I felt like yeah. in those moments it felt a little bit like the John Goodman from Cloverfield. Uh, the, yeah, from yeah, either yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane or, or like yeah. the Kevin Smith one with the the cult. Um, oh yeah, Red State. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean. I would definitely recommend it. I don't know that it's necessarily a movie that you need to see on the big screen, except that, you know, it's an original sci-fi IP, and it's it's kind of nice to see those sometimes. Yeah. I, um, I, I This is, again, I mean, like, in the world... Of, I mean, obviously, they're doing world-building here. Obviously, it, it seems at least a little obvious that they're trying to build something maybe hopefully bigger. Yeah. I, it, but it's... But it's a self-contained film. Yeah. Like, it's fine. It, if, if there's never anything else, it yeah. might actually be for the best. If this was... Um, like, but, the thing is, they end it in a way that feels like the end. Yeah. Uh, if this was Blumhouse, uh, then I would expect, like, a TV show on Netflix next year. Yeah. Uh, and that would actually... It probably would be the best way to go. Because, again, when, if I did have a criticism of this movie, it's that there was, like, three or four great movies that were crammed into this and ultimately it was kind of the less than the sum of its parts where it was like three or four great ideas that became one good idea because they were all kind of competing it is unfortunate it is one of those like this would be a great two-parter two-part film or something or even maybe even three-part i don't know maybe that's too too much because we always have to think in trilogies we can't god forbid ever have just two films or just have one but but um but i was because like you why you watch through the film and yeah. it's kind of like worrisome that maybe they're gonna leave it as a 
kind of a cliffhanger sort of scenario yeah. where um, because they're buildings, they're definitely building a world yeah. that things are going to happen. Just because that's the way films are now, especially yeah. sci-fi and whatever, you know, action films yeah. and that I, sort it, of thing. It's almost the opposite of the, the usual problem. Like, yeah. most things yeah. now under-deliver and leave you on a cliffhanger because it's like, eh, yeah. you want more, right? Yeah. Uh, this one, it's like, in order to tell a complete story, they just crammed a whole lot yeah. in there. Yeah. And there's not really anything in there that I would say, hey, this needs to be cut or this didn't work or whatever. Yeah. There was very, very little in there that felt like fat that could have been trimmed. I think, honestly, I think, because I, I mean, I, I see where you're coming with that, but I also, I think that that's a lot of us being trained now that after Marvel film, after Marvel film, or whatever, that we can't have too much go on, because <laughs> we can't have too much go on, because there's only so much story that we can tell, because God forbid we have to make 17 more of these yeah. films, and oh, by the way, they're also going to be like a little bit in another film, and yeah. a little bit in another film, and that sort of thing. Like, I... I did, it, it, it does have like like we were joking that it would be funny if this was a Cloverfield film after yeah. everything um, there is a line outside the door for Golden Corral oh. are you kidding me Syracuse um, <laughs> but anyway <laughs> sorry uh, but it I like the fact that it was just like no this is a solid fucking film yeah. that it yeah I agree with you I don't know what I would cut out because I think it was all like all the characters that they introduced mm-hmm. um, and then one, you know one of them two, two of them died whatever like yeah. they all like they didn't have their own storylines you know no, so it wasn't no. like you could even cut out that sort of thing yeah but, that's, I mean that's really I mean and that's one of the things I, I'd seen a criticism online that was basically like well at one point they kind of abandon the main character and then the movie goes off the rails and I don't think that's really true I mean yeah, there I there so. is a like a, a probably 12 minute stretch of time where Gabriel, who's our true main character, is essentially off the board because yeah. we're watching his brother do stuff. Yeah. But the when you kind of pull the camera back, everybody is operating in the same like chess game. Yeah. And so I don't think it's fair to say like, well, they abandoned this character because they first of all they do come back to him. Yeah. And secondly, like if you stayed with him then all that would have happened is all the other stuff happens off screen and you'd have to recap it with him I mean he was literally locked in a box essentially yeah yeah. for that time period so I actually kind of liked it because it there was definitely a like if you rewatch the film or think about it afterwards there was there's a countdown essentially yeah there's no like it's not an episode of 24 where there's literally a clock or and there's no like oh this thing is going to explode if you don't do whatever whatever but there is a vague yeah, well, and, and kind of I think that I think the first audio in the in the movie that isn't uh, that isn't like the of yeah. the this computer screen typing out yeah. is the news report talking about the event at Soldier Field, yeah. and the event at Soldier Field is is the centerpiece of the movie. It's not the end of the movie, yeah. but everything that happens in the movie centers around this event at Soldier Field where essentially the alien overlords are coming to have a set like a unity celebration with the human government of of Chicago. Yeah. And so it really it does like there is a countdown because like the first thing you hear in the movie it tells you immediately the soldier field thing is important. Yeah. Yeah. This is where we're going. Yeah. You know. But there's no but there's no I'm just saying that there's no like there's no oh, yeah, countdown yeah. No, on a clock no, I was, sort of thing. I was just I was agreeing. Oh no, I, yeah, yeah. But no, but it just but just since he's locked in this box and it, nothing can change yeah. until something change until something else happens. Yeah. You're kind of talking around because it's not really spoilers, yeah. but, it's, but there's so something happens and he's able to get out because yeah. otherwise but they don't 
like they just kind of cut to it and you only yeah. kind of realize like that may be only one of my only editing criticisms yeah. criticisms um, is that like in that one moment it's a bit of confusion but it mm-hmm. also just it just I kind of like the fact that it's just like there's no black screen we're gonna go tell another story it's just yeah. like no this is all part of this larger story yeah. you're just not realizing it yet yeah um, which you know I have no the, the it did have a the film just a, as a yeah. lead-in to talk about technical stuff. The film had a little bit of shaky camera-itis. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, it was fine because, it, it like, there's moments where you're like, this is really dull, but th- th- this is kind of dull, but yeah. it needs to happen. Like, we need to explain what's happening and yeah. we need to do these things, so... The shaky cam didn't even bother me. If there was yeah. one thing that... If there was one kind of criticism I would have of the, the craft, yeah. so to speak, uh, there was a particular shot where the visual effects looked silly. Yeah. Like, just silly. There's a shot of the alien like, ship uh, essentially skipping across the bay yeah. outside, or the lake, you know, by Chicago. And, like, it just, it looks like a Noah Baumbach movie because yeah. it's like, it's like, here's the mat of the Chicago skyline, and here's this rock, which is way more textured than the mat. Yeah. And, like, it just it it, it, it it pulled me completely out because I was just like that looks like you did it for eight dollars in <laughs> like you know IMAX on an IMAX yeah. um, and so but they did it twice yeah, uh, yeah and both times it was exactly the same quality no better no worse there, there was a handful there's a there is kind of a handful of things like like that ship in, in particular bothered me just because it was it was just weird and like they, I, they, yeah, I like it when <laughs> when spacecraft are not like the triangle or yeah. the like stupid idiotic aerodynamic like look that because fucking it it's space it doesn't matter yeah you know and so once you're in space like and then yeah so it is interesting I like uh, the the small moments that we see not just the big spiky thing. Um, yeah. But the but the other kind of versions yeah. of, of the aliens. Yeah. There's, there's like weird drone type things. Yeah. There's a handful of different versions. There's like, and and there's like the the main one that you see in the beginning and then again uh, about halfway through is like essentially burdocks people. Yeah. It's like gra- gray and brown like spikes everywhere teeth everywhere. Yeah. Uh, which apparently is like an environment suit because at one point one of them like gets part of it pulled off and can't breathe in Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> and then you had the ones that looked like just guys, like, almost like stormtroopers. It was, like, guys in, like, dark, blackish silver armor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not 100% sure how the bad guys work. Because, yeah. like, the in the very first scene, you see these people who are running, like, when they're walling off the city and who are trying to get out because apparently, really, it's just the population centers that are, like, that have been turned into cells. Yeah. Uh, and if you live, like, out in the middle of East Jesus Nowhere, you're just kind of living in a world where aliens rule the cities. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people at various times try to get out of the city to freedom. Yeah. And at the beginning, we see that. And, like, my take on it was that the aliens blew up these two people with their minds, basically. Yeah. Like, it looked like psychokinetic powers because it was, like... They're in a car, and all of a sudden, their windshield is just gone, and the the two people in the front seat are vaporized. are vaporized into like 
dust. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... <clears throat> well, they're, it's basically pink yeah, dust. So yeah. it's, like, it's pink or red. It's not, you know, we're not thinking, um... Um, yeah, it's not Thanos. It's, yeah, it's not Thanos. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure whether that's like a thing that only the hunters have. Yeah. Because we don't see that again except for one other time in the movie, and yeah. it's one of the like creepy guys with the armor. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, most of, I mean most of the people that are killed that you see are killed by humans. Um, yeah. Which. And and like, but there's also like there's that confrontation with a couple of the the aliens where the aliens basically are spiking people to death. Yeah. And so I'm like, not all of them clearly have like mental powers or whatever, or maybe that's a weapon. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, close, I mean, well, they're the, those moments are like close combat sort of yeah, stuff. So yeah. at, because, but one of them in that one scene, the, yeah. the, the bus scene. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, something happens. Um, uh, it's like, it's not because there's not, I mean, I think that, I don't even want to confirm like basically people's thoughts, but I mean like you, there's there's some twists, but mm-hmm. you can kind of see potentially things happening. Yeah. Um, and that that is a little bit. So I yeah, there's like done a pre-warning about a little bit of spoiler sort of thing, but um, it's yeah. it's tough because it's one of those movies where there's a couple of things that like yeah. at various points in the movie you'll think to yourself, if that were, if that were to happen, how would it work? Yeah. And uh, at least for me, it did like. One of the like three things that popped into my head did happen, and it didn't work the way I expected it to. Yeah. But it, it was like, but it worked for the movie. Yeah. I did um, the, <clears throat> because basically it ends up being uh, an underground network, like mm-hmm. you know, with cells, and you know, I mean, yeah. obviously within the world they're terrorist cells. Um, obviously they're freedom fighters, but yeah. um, um, the layers worked really nicely on the fact that like you have um, you have the humans that are clearly working for the. Um, for the captive, you know, for the, yeah. for their captors. And also then, you know, yeah, but I, the, the scenes where they're doing like, you know, passing off information, mm-hmm. I think, wow, like really, really solid. Like James, yeah. like LaCare, like sort of like yeah, had that yeah. feelings to it. No, they shot really, really well. Um, and thought out and editing and, yeah. and like how they just move into, you know, inter like they'll, you know, mm-hmm. one guy will go one way and then they'll meet back up. It just like, yeah. and it's, it, it didn't need to do that. Right. Like you could have just had like two guys running or whatever. <laughs> But, um, and because of the, like the setup of the world where basically when the aliens first take over, they essentially shut down the internet. Yeah. And, and so like there's very little digital, anything, it's a very analog world. And so you get, it's almost like a run Lola run kind of thing where there's a a, a stylization to it that gets spoiled when Mm -hmm. you have too many, like when your characters have too many digital toys. Like, I'm yeah. not criticizing filmmaking. I'm saying, oh, yeah. like, yeah. that there's too many shortcuts yeah. that, like, even 20 years ago are yeah, yeah, yeah. action movies. Yeah, just Mission with. Impossible. But you're like, uh, yeah. there's an, you know, like, they, they were able to fix it with, you know, that yeah. little toy. Be like, oh, we can just, you know, change our faces through the mask. And it's yeah, like, exactly. it's such a te- cheap ploy that, I mean, Mission Impossible uses it in a way that that is good but it also like that has been such a cheap ploy in so yeah. many of these films and the fact that 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 strips it down to no they have to use pigeons they have to use you know different you know old yeah. spy, spy techniques and, even though yeah, exactly. you have all this massive unbelievable technology kind of around you because mm-hmm. they're all being spied on at any given times too so yeah. but uh yeah i thought it was it was really it it it, it worked really well for mm-hmm. me and like i said my only criticism which isn't really a criticism it's just kind of an acknowledgement mm-hmm. is that there's like a lot of story yeah uh but again i it didn't really bother me i yeah. do think it it probably like 
if you had known for a fact, like if this was an if this was a known IP, yeah. and people had a little bit more faith that like people are gonna go see this movie. I think it probably would have been like a trilogy because yeah, yeah. They, there are enough ideas in here that you could have made a trilogy yeah. and it wouldn't have felt stretched out. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it didn't bother me cramming them all into the movie because I felt like other than a couple of moments with wonky pacing, it really – it worked. I will say though, I mean like um, – like I know we were talking about like it before. It was just like it's not – yeah, it is, it is one of those films that's not absolutely necessary to see in theaters. Uh, I would highly encourage if you've already seen, you know, Captain Marvel or whatever mm-hmm. the whatever the you know the big film is for you. Um, I don't even know what else is out. I feel like there's at least one other like bigger film that people are going to see out right now, but I can't think yeah, of what I it is. Um, but like, go see this film because like this is as you know. I mean, we're not one to com- complain about I you know franchise yeah. films and things like that. I I don't care. There's other films, but there are other films out there. Like, and yeah. this is a non Bloomhouse picture, which kind of I don't know. I, honestly, like to an extent, like Bloomhouse Pictures now have become their own, their yeah. own kind of like. Well, they're gonna do well because they have their own yeah. media, like the media world kind of that talks about them and, yeah. and things like that. But like this is a sort of like kin, like mm-hmm. if, I, I don't think you've, you haven't seen that yet, yeah. have you? Uh, kin, if you get a chance to go see Kin, uh, it's uh, or not go see it. It's it's uh, I think it's actually in, still in, I don't know if it's in Redbox. I don't know, but um, it's out on streaming platforms yeah. and things like that but it's that's another even even though James Franco is a main character and it, it survives past that it's about a inner city i think it's detroit inner city kid who finds a alien tech mm-hmm. uh, gun and um like basically ends up having to go on the run and there's this whole story but it's it's one of those like high i don't even know if high concept but it's high concept low like the film look like other than the really well made you know, prop of the gun yeah. combined with clear, it's like half practical, half CG yeah. sort of thing. Um, everything looks like, honestly, it could have been done for 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, in a very good way, not right, saying in a right. bad way, but just like, I don't know where the budget is other than the actors yeah. and the film. And then you're like editing and that sort of thing. So there's no, like, it's just yeah. in a bunch of like things. And like, <clears throat> I, that film I thought was one of the better films of, of last year. And it got no fucking attention mm-hmm. because it wasn't, it wasn't either a Bloomhouse picture, an IP, you know, uh, a, a known IP picture, or a hot, you know, yeah. a big picture with, and or like, like a, again, a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing. It was just like, like, like Crazy Rich Asians falls into that category yeah. of like, it surprised everybody with how well it did, and yeah. so like once there's that initial like swell of yeah. attention, it feeds off itself yeah. and becomes a media narrative. Yeah. I just also <laughs> it's like one of those. It's like I think that there's a really great. Um, the way that the way that Bloomhouse did for horror films, like mm-hmm. where now we have really good horror films. Yeah. I mean, I don't like horror as a genre, but like I'm, I can't my my like number one of the top five films that I'm looking forward to this year is Us. Yeah. Um, and I mean that's not just because it's Jordan Peele and it's mm-hmm. like, well, of course I'm gonna just buy in because he's a guy that you know, like I go yeah. see that I go see that film, but um, I'm happy that now there's a lot of these Captive State. Um, I would add into it now, like like high concept small pictures mm-hmm. obviously this was a big world yeah, that building but small, it still was a small film it wasn't like it was all based in chicago it feels like, like kind of like the upgrade exactly thing yeah it. yeah and same thing with up, yeah exactly like upgrade that there's this whole and obviously that's a bloom house but yeah. um but there's this whole world where you get to have like these small sci-fi films that you'll probably never get to see there probably won't be a sequel obviously yeah. now we've we've had that there might be a sequel to upgrade yeah 
Which is very or cool. Or rather, very, they said there's something the going on in that world, which makes me think probably a TV show, because again, yeah. it's Blumhouse, and they yeah. did that, uh, the Purge TV show, yeah. and there's rumors they're going to do an Annabelle something. Wow. Uh, but anyway. But yeah, but uh, like, so <clears throat> that's my long way of saying, like, if you get a chance, go see this in theaters, because yeah, it's, it's really nice good to, to see in theaters. Kind of I mean, it is a big film, um, and, yeah. and, you know, and again, it's just like, it's a great film that doesn't have, like, you know... Film about rich white people. It's not yeah. <laughs> so like that's that's kind of cool. Um, and um, yeah, I mean like uh, go see it in theaters uh, right after you know you go, of course mandatory go see Captain Marvel, uh, which we'll talk about in the, yeah, the yeah. next thing. So well, why don't we just segue right into yeah. that rather than so, making because we're you know it's a new release while we're yeah. driving around. Um, I, I think you liked it a little bit better than I did. Yeah. I mean I certainly enjoyed it. Uh, there were. Just there were bits of it that I thought were good, not great, mm-hmm. uh, and it for me it falls kind of right in the middle of the pack in terms of Marvel's origin movies. Yeah. But uh, I mean, certainly if you stack it up against those early origin movies, the, the like the Captain America: The First Avenger and Iron yeah. Man and Thor, uh, <clears throat> it is it's better than most. Yeah. And uh, you know, for me, I, I still kept the the First Avenger is my gold standard for that. I really liked the way that they did that film. Yeah. But um I I liked I liked the decisions they made in terms of her her origin because like the cutting back and forth uh you know you start out and she's already got her powers and she's working with a bunch of aliens and she doesn't remember her human identity. Yeah. And only later do you come back to earth and um I liked that because it while it was a little disorienting just dropping you in media res like first of all it wasn't that disorienting yeah. it's the marvel universe yeah. you pretty much get it yeah. but secondly uh i think it helps it not feel just like iron man oh yeah like yeah yeah and, and i don't mean like iron man specifically i mean the iron man formula that we've seen again and again uh this easily could have been uh and and thankfully it wasn't because she doesn't play that way but it could have been like a doctor strange style thing cuz yeah. uh in in a lot of ways carol does feel a little bit like doctor strange where she's just like good at everything she attempts on the first try and then stuff happens and suddenly her life changes yeah um and and so it could easily have kind of gone that way <clears throat> but uh uh i really liked this is one of those movies i do think that it you see where the marvel cinematic universe benefits you because first of all this movie builds on our conception of marvel's kind of space yeah. that's been developed through the Guardians and, and Thor movies. And uh, in particular, uh, you have Korath and Ronan the Accuser, both of whom were the, the villains in Guardians of the Galaxy who yeah. are uh, not necessarily heroes, but they're part of the squ- the military squad that Captain yeah. Marvel is in when she's working with the Kree. Yeah. And so it's interesting to see kind of 25 years ago where that all went. Yeah. And I, I actually kind of wonder, like, one of the things that, that I, 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 I want to see, uh, if there's, you know, not if there's a sequel, but as these things unfold, yeah. is, um, did Ronan basically rise to power and murder all those people because <laughs> Carol was out there kicking Cree ass? Yeah. Um, Potentially, yeah. <laughs> and so that's one of those things where I'm like, wait, did we, did we just do that by mistake? Oh, 
oh, that's – oh, dear. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but – and there's a lot of little things like that in this movie because it's set 25 years ago and because, like, it wants to be part of the Marvel Universe and so Coulson's in it and Sam Jack uh, – Nick Fury's in it and, yeah. and whatever else. And so, like, there's a lot of things where you can, like, nitpick and be like, oh, that doesn't really make sense because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like – I don't take any of those criticisms seriously. Yeah. Like, the movie holds together well enough that all of the little things that I'm like, oh, I could gripe about this, but, like, why? I, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I personally, like, I thought it was... Personally, I thought... Um, <laughs> of course I did. Um, it, it was, you know, I, I I think it was close to, or, like, the best the best Marvel film since uh, Guardians. Um, I, I had, I think... I'm trying to think of what other Marvel films are in there. It just so, feels uh, like there's been so many. But, um, like, it, Panther. I had more fun in this film. I guess, yeah, Black Panther is, like, just a solid, like, solidly good film. But it wasn't as fun just because of the yeah. way it was. You know, whatever. Like, it's it's a little bit more of a... It's, it's a, a little bit more of a film than a movie. Yeah, well, it's also more... It's a more of a serious... Yeah. What they're dealing with, you know? And so I... Like it, it's a film that you can just have like a shit ton of fun without. It's it, you know it's it's certainly a better origin story than or origin film I think than than the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to deal with the, you know anything. I mean there's no obviously there's a lot of you know it's, it's high, you know mm. world whatever. But it it's also but it's also not the small like who the fuck cares kind of yeah. a Ant Man. Um, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know where it's just like kind of Ant Man. I just like with those like the two films like I'm just like just get to the fucking like look at we know that he's gonna have to play some important point in the in the final one. Yeah. That's why we're doing these films. Yeah. And you know and it's just like but um, I thought you know I, I yeah, the 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 feminine the the faux kind of the faux feminism was a little yeah. bit heavy but i don't give a shit <laughs> like i really yeah. just don't give a shit i enjoyed it it was fun as hell like yeah. it's inspirational and whatever you know um but it you know the it had a, it had all that fun funness mm-hmm. <laughs> um that you know black panther kind of didn't have because again, because of the because, because well, because of the it was a King Arthur myth, essentially. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of that, because of the kind of world, and also it's just a random. She's just a random woman. She's not yeah. royalty, which is kind of a yeah. problem I had with the Black Panther thing. Where it's just like, no, it's it's okay. So yeah, it's not a democracy. It's not a whatever. Yeah. But um, <laughs> which is like kind of defeats a little bit of the you know awesomeness of you know the what the story we're telling here is. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. But um, and you know uh, like. She she's great. I, I was a little bit worried about her. Um, I mean, I think she's a good actress, but I just I don't know why. So sometimes it doesn't pa- like yeah. a person with powers. Like you know, that was like still one thing that bothers me about uh, Wonder Woman is that it's just like she never fucking bulked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like just get a little bit of muscle. Like and I get magical. You yeah. know, she's it's 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 magic. It's whatever. She's not actually like using muscles right. to punch that punch those people, but. <laughs> Like, get a little bit of tone. Um, She, you know, I mean, I think it helps the fact that she's, you know, usually in a suit of some kind. So, like, it just looks like superpower sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there were, I really liked all of the antagonists in the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Ben Mendelsohn. This is far and away my favorite of the like the the late the late craze of having Ben Mendelsohn be the bad guy in every freaking movie you know, the man. Yeah. Um, this is not necessarily my favorite 
movie of that sort, but like it's my favorite performance by Mendelssohn. Yeah. Uh, partly well, because it like he he takes it off in kind of unexpected directions. Yeah. And partly just because. Speaking of, <laughs> I just watched Robin Hood last night. Holy shit! I want that two hours back. But. Um, <laughs> and that's our that's our Robin Hood episode. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I liked him a lot in this movie, and I think that that is a like an unfortunate like. One of the unfortunate side effects of this movie is that she is so surrounded by men who do a really good job yeah. that it's like I've seen a lot of people talking about how like so and so stole the show, so and so stole the show, and it's like they didn't really they did a really good job yeah. within a, a good script, but like the narrative of like oh this villain steals the show because blah 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 feels like uh, maybe that's not the way you want to say it when it's like. Marvel's first female-led movie, and you're talking yeah, about all yeah. of a male-supporting cast. So only, we've only had 35 films at this point, yeah. and you know, um, just got around to that. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm happy it was it was her, and yeah. uh, it was Captain Marvel, and not um, Black Widow. Black Widow, which is just yeah, I, uh, I, I it's gonna be really, really hard for me to get excited for that movie. I have absolutely no um, interest in it whatsoever. <laughs> I, especially like, and this is a whole side tangent, but like, yeah. uh, my unpopular Marvel opinion is that I do not like Scarlett Johansson in that role. I think she's totally flat and just. I, I think it's, it's amazing because she's she can be decent, but she's horrible in yeah. in the film in in all in every single one. Like I don't care about her in any way, shape, and form. And yeah. it's like, wait, why? Like, ugh. I mean, maybe the fact. I mean, anyway, we can go. Yeah, so that's just, she's like the to me. She's also like kind of the polar <clears throat> opposite of of uh, of Captain Marvel in a lot of ways, where she's in a very attractive um, white 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 woman mm-hmm. and both have you know both whatever like are kind of average people who have like yeah. for some reason have powers like yeah. she doesn't really have any powers at all but she still can you know hold her own kill an army of people with her thighs yeah yeah exactly yeah. just do that jump up and then twist thing and then yeah. for some reason if you if you like knock a person to the ground they're out according yeah. to how she works um <laughs> but and she has guns that <laughs> for some reason they've never upgraded her guns which is still something which is something i saw in the trailer i know this is yeah. a sidetrack but again in the trailer she's like loading her like clip that has yeah. like 10 bullets in it and I'm like you have fucking alien technology give her a fucking gun also what's a 45 gonna do against Thanos I know oh. it's just like and also like I mean it's a, kind of the same thing with uh, fucking um, oh my god uh, Renner's uh, I'm Hawkeye playing, yeah. Hawkeye yeah I'm like Arrow no not Arrow <laughs> um, where it's just like give him it. I mean <laughs> he has the same technology that Rambo had mm. basically oh exploding rounds on the end mm. of Arrows like I, the yeah. guy is acting just give him something else but yeah. but anyway um i think well i here's my guess um i think that towards the end of end game they're going to play to that joke. Mm. I think they're going to put like an infinity stone on the end of an arrow and have yeah. him like blah blah blah. Like it's it, it just feels like such a gimme to be like the dumbest power wins the you know. Oh well, I mean the fact that he wasn't around in the last t- the last six films or whatever yeah. it feels like. Um, you know, I I think they're going to We have haven't to. seen him since Age of Ultron. He has the worst haircut. Have you seen Oh my movie? god, oh my I god. know. I feel like uh, it has that has to be it's going to be a joke. Like, <laughs> I mean, like uh, I, the only asshole that would actually make a joke about his haircut would be Tony, and Tony's off yeah. in the fucking middle of nowhere. So. I, I like the fact that people on the internet are calling it Mohawk Eye. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah. Anyway. Back but, to Captain Marvel. But, yeah, back um, to Captain Marvel. Um, I, I, 
if I had a serious criticism of the movie, which again, like there's a lot of little things you can kind of nitpick and like, but like if there was one serious criticism I had of the movie, it's that uh, I felt like the best parts were where Carol got to kind of put her personality out there and like yeah. her and Monica or her and Maria was great and and but we didn't see a lot of that like yeah it's it's like the best part of Carol is Carol yeah and the part that we we saw for ninety percent of the movie yeah. was Veers. Her, yeah. her her Cree yeah. like yeah. you know, and so to me it was like it was one of those things where, um, it's only a criticism in the sense that you know, it feels like stuff got cut for time, that would have made the movie even better. Yeah, I mean I I'm sorry I'm just looking up a <laughs> whose name um, yeah uh, is it Lanesha Lynch? Oh Lashana Lynch. Lashana yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I really want to see more of her character. I know. Like, I, I kind of... I was surprised. Like, if anyone actually did steal it, mm-hmm. it was her. Like, I, I honestly, I was just like, wait, who... I really like, wish that... Uh, I, I Not wish. I hope that we get a sequel to this that takes place between 1995 and now. Yeah. Because I don't want to see Lashana Lynch as, like, a 60-year-old in just, crappy makeup like they did to uh, um, yeah. Peggy Carter. Yeah. Um, I and I get it, like, cause in the comics, Monica, her daughter, yeah. is the first female Captain Marvel. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sure, either in Endgame or in a future movie of yeah. some sort, we will see Monica Rambo with powers somehow. Yeah. But like, I don't like in order to get a powered Monica, I don't want to lose or. Yeah, Monica, I don't want to lose Maria because she was yeah. really, like, the most interesting character in the movie that wasn't Carol. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no. I mean, that, and that, I mean, obviously, uh, problems where it's just like, yeah, you could have had an opportunity that you could have had that be Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I think that that was a classic Marvel decision yeah. where, like, no, we're already risking something with having <laughs> a, a female lead in a film because, you know, and then because we don't know how to do that i guess mm-hmm. i mean they they clearly i mean they did a good job with this but it was yeah. just like how many fucking films did uh we get into it um but uh like that was that was disappointing but like because the only thing was just like it's a super empowering film i think i think it was better than um it better than wonder woman again because there's no fucking there was no need to have a romantic mm-hmm. you don't hey studios you don't if you want to have an empowering woman you don't have to have a romantic lead okay <laughs> Captain Marvel did what 140 million dollars 130 million dollars yeah, more than that, that I think at opening if, if we've had 17 films that have proven this but here's the final proof you can just have a uh, like a quote unquote empowering woman superhero or just main character and you don't have to have a romance in there you just don't even have to intone it I mean there wasn't even the See, for like my, somebody was trying <laughs> for me I really didn't mind like I didn't mind that in Wonder Woman my, my big thing is I think that that speaks less to um, to Carol or to a creative decision and more to the Marvel Cinematic Universe that like you don't have room for much of a supporting cast when you have to shoehorn in Nick Fury <laughs> yeah. and Coulson. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, it, you like the time that she spent 
like bouncing off of Nick Fury, you could have had like a Steve Rogers. Or a, yeah. a Steve well, I mean, that, I mean, I think that that they're, they're honestly like Wonder Woman. <coughs> there's you didn't need to have you didn't need to have an origin story with mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. I think that that was to me a big drawback in the film. Like to me, you could have just everyone fucking knows like Wonder Woman. To me, this is the Batman quandary where it's just I, like I don't need <clears throat> the story anymore. You could have had the five minute thing. I feel like enough people know it. Um, the more and more I look back on that film, Again, like, the more I, I disappointed I am. I don't agree it. with that one. I, I think yeah. that, I mean, especially because, like, whenever I, you know, being being in the comics bubble, yeah, I, yeah. I always feel like people know stuff, and then you'll, like, mention something, and you just get the blank stare. But, uh, the, the, but there's a difference between knowing it, and it. I think that something that we end up forgetting is that it's not important. Mm-hmm. And that's something I think that, um, that this film... That uh, you know that uh, um, Captain Marvel did a little bit, where it just like it just jumped full in. Yeah. And then like they they just did flashbacks. You d- you didn't have like a lot. It wasn't until like the film is almost over right. until you go. Oh no, this is actually her origin. Right. And honestly, like I don't know. I didn't. I don't know a damn thing about Captain mm-hmm. Marvel at all as a character. And I didn't give a shit because yeah. like it's. You have a per- you have a person who can fly around kind of and and blast big things yeah. and fight people. This is fun. I don't need to know the the in depth origin story of every single fucking character around. Like, and I get that origin stories are great and yeah. you know and things like that. But like, I think that we're too obsessed with the origin story. Uh, speaking of which, I I actually I thought about this. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I think Captain Marvel is the first character who can fly under their own power in the Marvel Universe. Because Thor uses the hammer, and Doctor Strange uses the cape. Yeah. Iron Man uses jets. Yeah. And then nobody else really flies. Um, what's his name with the cape, with the wings? Um, well, yeah, but I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Vision, but I don't think we've ever seen Vision fly in the, in the movies. I think he floats. Yeah. Anyway, it was just one of those, yeah, yeah, no, it's not it's, an important distinction, yeah, but it was just yeah. a thing that, as I was watching it, I'm like, some of the flying effects were, or not not flying effects, but like some of the rigging yeah. and some of the, the like, b- body movements yeah. <clears throat> were not as good as you would see on, like, Supergirl. Yeah. And again, part of that is Supergirl's been doing it for four yeah. years and blah, 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 blah. But, like, as I was thinking, huh, that was a little jerky, I was like, wait, that's because the Marvel people, like, the crews that yeah. they use on these movies haven't had people in flying rigs mm. this whole 10 years. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, this is, this, I think the only other film that I can think of that, um, though, like, since they didn't just do the origin story yeah. and then, like, go straight, like, origin story, then flash forward, or yeah. origin story, then whatever, like, Spider-Man, the one thing that I always enjoy about a new Spider-Man since we're on 17 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, is... The, him figuring out how to use things. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that um, um, uh, Spider-Verse did, it, did yeah. it the best. I mean, uh, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, there, Insert Spider-Man thing here, yeah. it did it the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spider-Verse because it was the best. Um, but, like, is him finding out and it's, like, the excitement of, like, yeah. how fucking cool is this? And that's, yeah. to me, that's always been the thing that I think is missing from a lot of the, a lot of these films is that you just like you didn't get that in Thor at all mm-hmm. because we enter and like he's just Thor. Yeah, he was born with it. Yeah. Um, he's born with it. Um, Maybelline. Um, and you know it's like Iron Man 
it's like there's no a, joy of discovery to something that you invented to do yeah, that exact thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's and it's always in the lab. I don't know. It yeah. just always feels so like clinical, cor- corporate, and yeah. you know Tony Stark. <laughs> but um, and you just go through kind of all the other ones like. You know, like, and then there's, you know, kind of anybody else is like, you know, none of the Guardians really have those type of powers that they get to yeah. discover things or whatever. Yeah, it's basically but, like some of them are just really tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's one thing I will say. Nicole Perlin, who uh, was the, she wrote the first draft of Guardians before mm-hmm. James Gunn came on and made it his his movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a story by credit in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, she didn't write the screenplay, but yeah. she was the first person attached, I think. And so there was a couple bits in here. Where I was like, oh, they did that in Guardians. And then you're like, wait, she's just recycling her own jokes. And, and, and again, like, it works in the context yeah, of the yeah, movie, yeah, so yeah, it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah. But, like, in my head, yeah, I'm, yeah. like, laughing at the fact. Like, there's, like, yeah. there's a bit where, like, a powerful alien being, like, spears a bunch of people through and slams them against a bunch of walls. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just, like, the scene with Groot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're I like, oh, but wait, that. the person who wrote that wrote the Groot thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which which I you know it's it, at this point like I think that it'll be start being interesting like to see how much Marvel films start calling back on themselves. Yeah. Um. But uh. But anyway, but can you like I I don't think I've had more fun, uh, especially at least in a superhero film, watching her <laughs> find out her powers. Mm-hmm. Um. As especially once she gets the thing pulled off of her yeah. or blown off of her or whatever the hell it is, and like that scene, um, like. I was like on the edge of the seat, like giddy, mm-hmm. like it was having so much fun, like because you could see in her. I think that's also something that was she, Brie was really good at. Brie Larson was really good at doing was expressing how much fun this must yeah. be, because I mean it, it is something that you don't get. Um, mm-hmm. You got like very minute bits of it in yeah. Wonder Woman, but it was always very serious yeah. because they're very serious <laughs> people, and that's you know it's DC or whatever. You never get that in Batman. You don't get. Like, you something got, always surprises you me. You got bits and pieces of it in Man of Steel. Uh, like the, yeah, yeah. the flying scene and then like the, fir- the first yeah. scene where you see her fly in this yeah. actually really reminded me of the flight scene from yeah. Man of Steel. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like I just, I just, that's something I wish that obviously we'd have, we haven't had him figuring that mm-hmm. out as much, but like I would love to see, I mean, Smallville maybe has a ton of it. I, I oh, never yeah. really watched Smallville, but like within the, within the DC universe, yeah. you don't really have much of it. And even in the Marvel and I, obviously a lot of it's just. Because Iron Man, when he was figuring out how to shoot things, he was in a terrorist bunker, and like yeah. it was a bad, it wasn't really the time. Like he had a little bit of fun, yeah. but he also it's, that's not Tony, you know, and like you know, just and also vision, he had to do it bad, like you don't get... surreptitiously because yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, but all the all the characters, you kind of go like, I mean, I guess maybe Captain America like has yeah. has a little bit of fun like once he figures out what he can do, but you don't since it's the urgency within the film yeah, like basically yeah. it's he's immediately fighting fucking Nazis yeah. you're like he's not really having fun as much as he's doing his job really good yeah, yeah. Um, like that to me is just like it. to me this is like Captain Marvel is the without all of the like just it has a gravitas to it but also you're just having fun which mm. is something that I like I actually it's the only reason I like the Marvel films and after fucking the life draining that <laughs> literally was Infinity War and honestly looks to be Infinity War 2. <laughs> um, like, I, I'm super happy because it's like, I want my DC films to be very serious and dark and brooding because those characters, that's what I want. I want Batman to not have fun because it's fucking Batman. He shouldn't be I mean, having nipples and shit like that. Um, but... <laughs> 
Um, but, um, you know, and I want, you know, and I want my Marvel characters to be having fun, you know, and, and so that's why, like, Infinity War, like, I, I don't know, maybe, I, it, it's interesting, it's like, I'm not quite sure if... I know I that like... we liked it a lot better when we did the review than we did in hindsight. Yeah. Like it did. It, it's not a movie that holds up to rewatch. Oh no! Um, I've start, I like literally, and this is part of it because I was like thinking about it within the context of, of Captain Marvel, yeah. and <clears throat> and like honestly, it really depressed me, like seeing her in the ads for Endgame. Endgame, because I was like, oh, we don't get to have another fun time, because yeah. everything's very serious and stuff. Oh. <laughs> like and honestly I was like oh like because she has you know a somewhat comical mm-hmm. re-entrance into things yeah um, but you know her pager wasn't working so you know whatever yeah because uh, <laughs> that's why she like that, the more and more I think about that I'm like oh fucking god damn it really like we couldn't have thought of something a little I hope it, I hope there's something else other than oh she was off world and her pager yeah. the pager didn't work so I mean that's why I mean, I, I think that the official line from the, the filmmakers is that Nick Fury never paged her before now. So the real question becomes, like, one, why didn't he page her when the first invasion happened? Yeah. And two, okay, so she she, she lived a whole life here. Then she forgot it after the the accident. Yeah, yeah. And then she went to, Cree, to the Cree homeworld to Hala for, like, six years or something. Yeah, yeah. And then she comes back to Earth, remembers her life readjusts or reconnects oh, yeah. with her friends and then immediately decides that the most important thing she can do is go off into space and kill a bunch of people yeah. and apparently doesn't come back for 30 years yeah, yeah. and you're like what <laughs> I'm really hoping that the sequels like we find out she came back a couple of times I hope so, and like yeah. couldn't especially considering it's not just like my adult friends yeah. like she has like a daughter she has basically a a niece not a, yeah it's yeah. a niece like a real close yeah. a person who she was like the basically a second mom yeah. to 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 an extent and that sort of thing, and so it's not just like oh my my friends has yeah. a kid and like she looks up to me as like yeah. oh that's cool, but like I yeah. also I I hope that we get a little bit more uh, flashbacks yeah because I I liked the dynamic or not the dynamic the chemistry between Larson and uh, Annette Benning yeah and Annette Benning's character is dead at the start of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, clearly, she's not going to be in the next yeah, one unless yeah. they do, like, flashbacks or some yeah, kind yeah. of whatever. Um, and, again, like, that's all getting very micromanaging about yeah. what I want in the sequel. But there's a lot of things. Like, again, that's my one big criticism of this is that, like, so many of the things that I liked a lot felt like they got trimmed for time. Yeah. And so there's things that I want more of yeah. from this movie because – and I will say uh, the, the nostalgia stuff was a lot of fun. It's it's one of those very much like Guardians of the Galaxy. It doesn't actually hold up when you stop and think about it because it's like, wait, she's got nostalgia for stuff that she A, doesn't remember and B, wasn't there for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, she comes back in 1995 and it's all, all of this like, like grunge all, all this 90s. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But, and you're just sitting here going, but she disappeared in 1989. None of this should make any, like, why is she, why does she care about Nine Inch Nails? Yeah, because, yeah. and again, like, she doesn't in the yeah, narrative. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, and again, like that's not a big deal at all, but it, it amuses me to think about stuff like that. You know, there's a whole thing about how, uh, in order to try and fit into the Cree military, they want to essentially dehumanize her the way you do in basic training, yeah, and bring m- like normalize her and make her, you know, part of their machine, yeah. And <clears throat> as opposed to the just just a critique of militarism, which kind of 
worked as well. They kind of blend it with a critique of the idea that women are too emotional. Yeah. Um, and and the idea is essentially that her emotion is what gives her humanity, and and so like it, they they in this instance equate being human with being a woman, and you yeah. know, and that that all works fine. Mm-hmm. Like the one little question I have about that is like if you're doing the traditional, like, drill sergeant thing of dehumanizing everybody and breaking yeah. them down to like why does she have her hair this way yeah uh and, and again like it doesn't matter even yeah, a yeah, little yeah. but it's fun to me to kind of like pull at strings and be yeah. like and like i put that out on twitter and somebody gave me i can't remember what it was but gave me a fairly good reason yeah, yeah. and i'm just like oh yeah. that like good on you sir you get an internet no prize <laughs> uh, yeah no i mean like i uh, the thing I, there was no I, I think just try. It's like trying to nitpick the film. I'm having a problem, which is mm-hmm. which is a solid thing, because uh, like I, I usually we nitpick the hell out of Marvel yeah. films and then end up going. It was fine enough. Yeah. Like I I I can't remember having this much fun. It's just like having that much fun in a in a movie theater. Um, I was gonna make a, a lewd joke, but I won't. <laughs> um, but but um, no, but seriously, like it's it, um, I have no nitpicks because like even the kind of like eh, like were fun. Yeah. And so it was and since the you know, yes, there was some you know, world destruction was imminent kind yeah. of to an extent, but it wasn't like the big hole in the fucking sky. Yeah. Also like, thank fucking Lord, Jesus Christ, they're like I'm happy that we got rid of that. <laughs> also, like this is one of those movies where the universe is in danger, except you know it isn't because this yeah. is twenty years before the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Um which again that's actually fine. Yeah. Like it undercuts the stakes a little bit, but the stakes aren't what's important in this movie. It's the character. Yeah. And, and that, but but that's actually part of what actually because often they'll still like the film. Not obviously not the characters, but right. the film will still deal with like, oh my god, everything might go wrong. Yeah. And everything might be bad. And I just like I think that's part of my problem with Infinity War, especially looking back more and more. I go, no, I know, like because of who they killed. Yeah. I mean, like no, I know everything's fine. Yeah. Because they're going to be back and they, yeah. no, we already have a scheduled release. I can go on IMDb yeah. and see the like, you know, see when you know Black Panther two is going to come yeah. out. Like I know that these characters are going to be there. Yeah. Like I mean, so like they. Yeah, and like I think I think what's going to be really interesting to see uh, in terms of that movie is how people are going to react if those characters all get brought back in the first like act. Mm-hmm. And then the the next two hours are essentially us doing Infinity War over again, so you can go fight Thanos again, which yeah. I suspect will occur. Yeah. Uh, and so to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, if you spend a whole year pimping up the like all these people who got turned to dust, yeah. And then like in the first half an hour of the new movie, they're back. I mean, like, what are people gonna say? I mean, I, I think that people are gonna say, oh yeah, I'm so excited to see this character back yeah. because. Marvel fans are. Yeah. I, I will. I will say one thing. One minor thing about about yeah. Infinity War that uh, ties in with Carol because yeah. like uh, Captain Marvel is going to be the new Iron Man. You know, yeah. this is the character that everything's going to kind of revolve around for the next yeah. couple of years. And so, her showing up in Endgame is like a passing of the baton a little bit. Yeah. Between like the the, the original Avengers and then the next generation of, of characters, and uh, <coughs> I do worry that they're going to succumb to the temptation to make Captain Marvel, like, the one who wins. Yeah. And that's going to undercut 
what Infin or what Endgame really is, which is the culmination of twelve years of movies yeah. with these other, you know what I mean? Um, I, it's it's it, worry. I mean, like personally, I hope that somehow Captain America is the one that mm-hmm. does whatever the thing yeah. that needs to be done, um, because I think that genuinely, like. I think we were talking about yeah. this, not on, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> but, everything, but to talking about it, the fact that like the difference that the Marvel universe would be if, yeah, if it was, and, and I think that they're since guardians, they've moved that way. Mm-hmm. Like without just the kind of, I don't know, like Tony Stark being who he is and everything like that. Like nothing against his character. I like his character is fun, but mm-hmm. it's also just like, since they, for some reason decided to build the entire Marvel universe around mm-hmm. Iron Man, which has always been deeply confusing to me because like as a person who used to list, read Marvel comics, I was yeah. like, I never read Mar- Iron Man yeah. because he wasn't a big, like, so I mean, it, obviously it's deeply confusing. He was always like, no, it's Spider-Man is the main, and then yeah. I get well, Sony problems him, but, yeah. and things like that. But still we're just like, yeah, uh, Captain America then is the next like person yeah. who I'm like, that's Marvel. <laughs> but, yeah. Or Marvel, um, <laughs> but um, but I'm hoping that they do it because like uh, I just feel like there's a lot. He's it, 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 it brings the kind of goodness of and that Marvel yeah. has kind of moved towards with yeah. and the fun um, and you know the sacrifice for no mm. other reason than this is what a hero does yeah. sort of thing yeah. that. That you know, I mean, Guardians really, I think, was yeah. the big the switch on that because you have a bunch of people who are literally a bunch of characters who are you know no reason at all yeah. that they're in anything. You know, even Rocket, who yeah. is in it for the money supposedly, still does. You know, I mean, yeah. like, you know, and so that would be the best thing. And I think that you know, Captain Marvel obviously is is the kind of yeah. the pinnacle reboot of that. And I'm hoping yeah. that that's what they saw. You're like, oh shit, we're this far in with Iron Man. Yeah. We have to kind of continue on for some reason. We couldn't switch, even though, like, I still don't, I still don't understand why Thor is a main character at all. Um, but um, somebody, I guess, at Marvel loves Thor. Um, he's I mean, turned into a good character. It's literally just the thing of holy like, Jesus, how much money they spent <clears throat> slamming him down our throats. Be like, you will like him because. We I don't know why, but like we we, we hired a Hemsworth. Yeah, we have a Hemsworth, and we're gonna make him. And he's evolved into a fantastic character now. But like, it took five hours yeah. at least of screen time where, like, <laughs> no, I don't think anyone gave a shit about him. And but <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I'm I'm. But yeah, I, I like this movie a lot. Um, I think like. I don't like it again. I didn't like it as much as you. I did have some nitpicks, but to me, I'm kind of like, right now, I'm letting the movie breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, partly because uh, by nitpicking it, you're getting into bed with the absolute worst people yeah. of the internet. Um, See, I, this is this is one thing I should also. I, I, I there's a level that like. I think time has allowed me to relook. Like I love Black Panther coming mm-hmm. out of Black Panther, and a lot of that I know was like, "fuck you, assholes." Yeah. yeah. And this film, um, that I feel as though, and I'm sure people can nitpick. I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast at this point <laughs> is is not with us um, yeah. on this idea. Why are you hating yourself so much listening to this podcast where we just shit on you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, is that like I? I don't think any of that. That was like. 
after I, lo- I loved it. And then thinking about it, I'm like, I love I, it's gonna it piss. They did so many things in it that are just like poking yeah. at those assholes, and I and I enjoy that because yeah. those people, fucking, I hope, <laughs> like go back into their holes and and die or something. I don't know, but, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Uh... <laughs> All right, so that's probably we can yeah. probably wrap that up. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would say see both of these cap movies, and uh, <laughs> we will uh, we'll be back soon. Uh, this is uh, this is going to be episode 101 on the podcast, <laughs> so this is probably not going to go up on the Podbean page for a while. But uh, uh, if you're listening to us the week of March 17th, uh, mm-hmm. you probably discovered us on um, on Facebook because I think I'm going to make a Facebook video out of this. Yeah, cool. so. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back soon. Always remember to rewind your cassettes.